Happy Monday. Thanks for listening to the AZ Wildcats podcast. I'm your host, Mike Luke. Great deal going on. DraftKings, $5 down on any of these play-in NBA playoff era play-in games. And you know what? If that team wins, you get $100 in free plays. That simple, that easy. All right. We got a lot to get to today. Uh, we're going to talk a lot of U of A basketball recruiting, a lot of movement, a lot of names to talk about, and we're going to talk a little bit of U of A football as well. But first, let's talk some Arizona basketball. We got something pretty cool uh, coming up uh, tomorrow. We got Mr. Kylan Boswell, who is going to be coming on. So let's talk about Kylan Boswell. Okay. He um, just got done at the Nike EYBL, and quite frankly, he was as good a point guard as there was there, if not the best point guard. And he did this all in front of Tommy Lloyd, and all of the write-ups and what you're able to watch from clips are all the same, in that he's physically strong, he played with bur- or he showed a burst, he got all of his teammates involved, he plays at his own pace, and quite frankly, he is a guy that um, is a top 10, top 15 prospect for a reason. Now, it does it does appear that he's going to stay with his class, but quite frankly, I'm okay with that because you know what? If he and K.J. Lewis, who we're going to get to, are coming in here next, uh, you know, as freshmen, I'm more than okay with that. But this is the guy, this is the biggest recruit so far of the Tommy Lloyd era because of the position that he does play and because of how good he is. He's going to be coming in, he's going to come in here and when he comes in here, he's most likely going to be handed the keys and he's going to be ready to rock and roll. Again, we're going to have him on tomorrow, so that's going to be a real treat. But Kylan Boswell, obviously the biggest recruit so far along with KJ Lewis. Certainly a guy that, uh, well, we'll be asking him a lot more questions uh, uh, tomorrow as well. Now, let's also talk about his future backcourt mate, Mr. K.J. Lewis. Okay, K.J. is a player that if you watched any of his highlights, he is the epitome of what you look at as an NBA-type shooting guard. He checks off every box in that he can get to the hoop. He's incredibly strong. He's athletic. There's essentially nothing that he can't do on the court. His shot is improving, and he just loves basketball. And he's a guy that you can tell by watching. He has an infectious personality. I would be curious to see if there were any guards in the country, because I don't think there were, that Tommy Lloyd would have preferred over acquiring both of these two guys right here. And this was also Tommy Lloyd's way of saying that, you know, look at me. Look, I can recruit. I know what I'm doing right here. Lloyd's a little bit pickier with recruits. We're going to get to that in just a minute. But these two did nothing this past weekend to uh, dissuade anybody from believing that the talent is incredibly, incredibly uh, uh, impressive coming in and the future is bright. Now, let's talk about some of the other guys that are on the recruiting radar. First and foremost is a Dusty Stromer. Okay. He, West Coast kid, uh, about 6'6", 180. Uh, a lot of rumors that he's going to UCLA. He's a uh, he's an odd fit for UCLA in that he's a very skilled guy, but he's also not physically the most, uh, I guess, the, the toughest dude out there. And he's going to take a little while, I think, to develop into the kind of college player that, uh, that he's going to need to be. He's certainly a guy that you would take. He didn't play well this week. But again, you've got to take all of that, you know, certainly with a grain of salt being that he's got a much bigger 
he's got a much bigger platform in front of him going forward, and he's certainly a guy that I think Arizona coaches will keep an eye on. Again, UCLA seems to be the uh, the rumored team right there. We'll uh, we'll certainly follow that right there, Dusty Stromer. Okay, now Matuz Buzilis is a five star wing that a lot of people have put uh, at Kentucky. He is uh, he's from the Northeast, about 6'9", 175, and yes, 6'9", 175, but a, uh, again, a, a guy that a lot of people are putting in with Kentucky, but he is the epitome of the kind of guy that plays one or two years in college and finds his role in the NBA because of how skilled he is, how easy the game comes to him. And again, you don't have the schools that you have recruiting you. You're not a consensus top 10 prospect if you're not, uh, you know, capable of doing a lot of different things out there. Arizona is going to continue to recruit him. And, you know, Tommy Lloyd, I think, is one of those guys that his recruiting pro uh, theory is that I'm going to find 10 to 12 guys that I really like. We're going to prioritize them. We are going to hone in on them, and we are going to prioritize them. If Lloyd is continuing to recruit you, there's obviously a belief in Lloyd's camp and at the University of Arizona that they can continue to be able to they can probably get you on campus and they might be able to get you. Now, sometimes it works, sometimes it doesn't, but Tommy Lloyd's not a dumb guy. He's not looking to waste his time out here. You know, Shaden Sharp, a guy that also ended up at Kentucky, Arizona recruited till the end, and they recruited him till the end because they believed that they had a legitimate chance there. If they're continuing to recruit Bajelis, then you know what? They obviously think that they have a legitimate chance at him. A couple other guys then to look at. Uh, Victorious Miller. Now, you guys might know the uh, rapper Silk the Shocker. This is his son. This is a guy that is a one-and-done. He's a top-five player in his class. Um, he's a guy that could go pro, and I don't think it would really surprise anybody. But his game has continued to evolve. Sean Miller recruited him heavily. Uh, Tommy Lloyd is continuing to evaluate. And certainly a guy to keep an eye on. And one more in-state guy, Koa Pete. Now, you might know that name from up in Phoenix, and it would certainly make sense. This is, uh, this is Todd Cassius and uh, Andrew's little brother. And little brother being that he's the tallest of them. He's about six foot eight or six foot nine, and he's physically a man. It'll be fascinating to see what he does. Um, how he continues to develop because right now he looks uh, he looks much older than all the other kids out there. But this family is top level genetics, and this kid obviously will be somebody that by the time he's a senior instead of a freshman, he's going to be all over the national market. Arizona is obviously recruiting him early because he's pretty much a no brainer. Anybody that would have a kid like that in-state is going to recruit him. There's not a lot to report there, but Arizona will certainly continue to uh, recruit Coa Pete. Okay, DraftKings Sportsbook app. Y'all know the drill. Code word PHNX. Put down $5 on any of these NBA playoff uh, play-in games, and if that team wins, you get $100 in free plays. Eligible, uh, Arizona only. Eligibility restrictions do apply 21 and up. If you got a gambling problem, call 1-800-NEXT-STEP. They'll get you all taken care of. Again, DraftKings Sportsbook app, code word PHNX. All right, now let's talk a little bit of U of A football. Kind of wrap up what we saw. 
And first and foremost, Noah Fafita. He's probably not going to be the starting quarterback to uh, open up the season. A lot of people are asking, is he going to be that guy? Is he not? I don't believe so because you don't bring in a Pac-12 uh, ex-freshman of the year in Jaden Delora if uh, that's not the case. But there's something there with Fafita. And anybody that watched it, anybody that watched him in fall camp, or excuse me, in spring camp knows that he's good. Now again, obviously on the shorter side, and there will be some passes batted down at the line of scrimmage, but that is overwhelmed by the fact that he can move the ball around like pretty much nobody else can on this roster at a consistency and a high level just connection with his receivers that not really anybody else, or I don't want to say not any, really anybody else, but you can tell that Noah Fafita has thrown to a lot of these kids and thrown to a lot of them, thrown to them for a lot of time. What he can do is he can get outside of the pocket. He can make plays. His arm is big enough in the pocket to make every single throw that you need him to be able to make. So you don't look at him and say, oh man, he's pretty limited in this regard. He's a guy that uh, Arizona fans should feel very comfortable with at some point stepping in and being the starter. Not sure if it's this year or two years, whenever the case may be. But Noah Fafita is a player that is, uh, I think, going to bring a lot of joy to Arizona football fans' uh, minds and hearts. All right. At the receiver position, we've talked a lot about Tatora McMillan. We talked a lot about Jacob Cowing. I wanted to get to a couple of the other guys. And first, you look at uh, Kevin Green. This is a guy who was committed to USC, one of the smaller receivers. And by smaller, I don't mean like 5'7". He's about 5'11". And this is a guy that Arizona clearly wants to get involved and get involved early this season, whether that's catching passes, whether that's catching screens, whatever the case may be, he's going to have a real role on this team, and he's going to have a role on this team early. Another guy, A.J. Jones, ex-UCLA decommit. When you look at A.J. Jones out there, he's about he appears to be about six foot six. Now he's listed at about six four, but he also goes in with that mut that new. That new style, I would say, of Arizona receivers that are big and physical and can essentially just put you in your place. And that kind of dovetails right into Key and Burnett. Everybody knows about Key and Burnett, Chester Burnett's uh, son, ex U of A great. Keyan's about 6'5, 240. He's already a tight end that is going to play early and he's going to be a problem. I don't know what his numbers are going to be like this year as a freshman because, again, it's a difficult position because you've got to block and a lot of freshmen aren't great at blocking. But, man, he's big. And you could tell by the first play of the game when he was boxing out the defender where he caught the 15-yard pass in the middle of the field and then he catches the little touchdown uh, right at the end of that play where he shows his athleticism off. This is a kid that we haven't seen his type of talent probably since Rob Gronkowski was here. He's that, I mean, he's not Rob Gronkowski, but he's a special player. I've also got a bold prediction here. Out of all these wide receivers that are on campus right now, from your McMillans to your Cowings to your Greens to your Burnett slash tight end to your Jones, four of those players will make an NFL roster at some point in the future. Putting it down there, right there, and that's not even including Rayshon Speedy Luke. Okay, DraftKings Sportsbook app. If there was a place where you could bet something like that, the only place that it would be 
would be the DraftKings Sportsbook app, code word PHNX. NBA playoff games, play-in games are here, so that's what it means. Put in $5, you get $100 in free plays if that team wins. Again, eligibility restrictions do apply. Arizona only, 21 and up. Okay. Let's finish off this with a little bit of talk on the defensive side of the football. And then, again, got Kylan Boswell coming up tomorrow. So, when Arizona football was in, obviously in the camp, the one guy that kept bringing the heat to the quarterback was USC transfer Hunter Eccles. Now, it's easy to look at and say, all right, I expect so-and-so to do well, even though he hasn't really done much in his college career. And a lot of times you're going to end up with egg on your face. Eccles isn't that dude at all. Eccles is going to be a problem. And Arizona needs him to be a problem. He was around the quarterback all camp, the spring game. He had multiple he had multiple sacks where or he had one sack and then he had multiple pressures where the quarterback just wasn't able to get out of his way. They need him to be a seven or eight sack guy, just like they need Jalen Harris. Everybody knows about Jalen Harris, comes from U of A football royalty. Harris is certainly built, has the athleticism, the quick twitch muscles to be able to get into that 7-8 sack realm. And Arizona fans, and I think the coaching staff, certainly needs him to develop into that guy, which he is more than capable of. And lastly, let's talk a little bit about Christian Young. He played, he manned that Viper position last year, and that position is tough because, you know what, if you miss a tackle or you blow a coverage, you're the one that everybody sees, and the fans saw that a lot last year. Some of it was his fault, some of it wasn't, but it looks like CY, as they call him, is in a much better spot, and he was a standout all throughout camp. The coaches put him out there for a reason after the spring game. I think they expect him to... If not be an all-conference caliber guy, they certainly expect him to be one of the leaders of this defense. So those were kind of the guys, kind of a random pod today, but talking about uh, some U of A basketball recruits and talking about some spring game observations. But again, keep it here because we're going to be back with you tomorrow with ultra-elite recruit Kylan Boswell. Thanks for listening to the AZ Wildcats podcast.